Welcome to the Autumn Miles Show with your host, Autumn Miles. Autumn Miles is an author, speaker, wife, and mother. She's the founder and CEO of Autumn Miles Ministries and the author of Appointed and I Am Rahab. Autumn's vision is to engage our culture with the bold truth of God, coupled with raw faith. Now, here's your host, Autumn Miles. Hey guys, this is Autumn with the Autumn Miles Show. How are you doing out there? Love you. Ah, so much. I hope you guys had an incredible um, break, holidays. My kids are on their way back to school, which praise the Lord. I mean, (laughs) can I just say praise the Lord to that? Um, A real talk. I've been a mom for uh, 13 years, almost 14 years. I love them desperately. But, you know, my husband and I, it's kind of like the song. And mom and dad can hardly wait. For school to start again. I'm not a singer, y'all. Um, that's kind of how my husband and I are feeling. So welcome back. We had an awesome show yesterday, and we're going to do it again today, y'all. Hey, I want to put in front of you who we are, what we do, because it's important. It's important for me. Um, we are going to be attacking the bold truth of God's word yet again this year, yet again. It is our standard, uh, standard. it is our guide Um, it's what we consult. It's who counsels us. Um, I just, I think it's important every once in a while for me just to tell you guys, uh, you know, our slogan here is bold, truth, raw faith. Um, but you are listening to this, hopefully to, um, get some truth. Okay. I need truth in my life every day. I need the truth to uh, light up the darkness in my life and to shatter the darkness in my life. So um, that is what we are committed to. We are committed to presenting you um, with the bold truth of the word of God, which guess what is not irrelevant, is not out of date. It's not, um, what's the word? Um, It's an errant. It is... It is profitable for every single one of us. So that's my commitment to you again this year. We're stepping in. We're not, we're not turning around and running from the truth of God's word. We're stepping right back into it for another year. And I am just honored, honored that you would listen. Also, we are about raw faith this year, you guys. Um, I love the word raw and everyone's like, don't you want to change the word raw? Cause it's kind of a weird word. I know, I know it's weird. I know you probably think of a piece of raw meat. I don't, I don't really care what you think, but, I, but here's the deal. I, I feel like in the Christian community, we have been la- just suffocated with, um, this fakeness. And I, I really want to sort of peel that back when it comes to faith. Um, a lot of things that we're doing, we're saying, man, I'm stepping out in faith when really it's really calculated on your part. Um, oh, I'm stepping out in faith and really, really, I mean, I don't, I don't want to offend you, but I I see this so much. It's really just you taking a step that God told you to take a long, long time ago. Um, and you've kind of already figured out how to do it and call it faith, but you already kind of know what's going to happen. When I say raw faith, I'm talking about Moses with the staff staring at the Red Sea saying, well, I'm standing here. The only power that can 
make this thing part is the word of God. He distributed and displayed an enormous amount of a raw faith. You know, he was scared standing at the Red Sea. I would have been. I mean, he's human for heaven's sake. I'm talking about Joshua marching around these walls of Jericho and not one of them crumbled even a little bit. On the seventh day after marching seven days around the, the wall, nothing crumbled and he still kept showing up doing exactly what God said to do, expecting God to do exactly what he told him he would. I want raw faith, okay? And I'm challenging you to that uh, this year, okay? Okay, great. I'm glad we got my little thing out of the way. Also, hello, um, it takes money to run this thing. Um, if you would like to give, God put it on your heart. We need your money, not to get rich because that ain't happening. Uh, just to pay the bills, y'all, this is this show is solely supported by you, okay? You, our listener. It's solely supported by you. It takes money to make this thing happen. So if you are interested, if this uh, show has challenged you or just encouraged you or just been a friend when you needed it, you can go to automoz.com and um, donate right on the website. Y'all, what happens when God moves suddenly in your life? What do you do? What's the first response? When God comes in and does something so crazy and you weren't expecting it and you were just living your life and you were doing the thing and you were like, you know, doing all the things that you have to get done in a day and you were coming home and you're making dinner for your kids and putting them away. And then all of a sudden you get that phone call or all of a sudden you have someone show up at your door or all of a sudden, God forbid, there is a car accident or something like that. And suddenly something happens that disrupts your normal. Maybe suddenly um, you get that phone call and there is an opportunity for you to move to a different a different country. And they're saying, listen, we really see this in you. What do you do when a suddenly happens in your life? I, um, I, I of course, study the, 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 the Christmas story every single year. But it's so amazing to me that most of the things that happened during the Christmas story happened after the birth of Jesus, okay? And we're, I, 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 as, as we're going into 2019, um, there is, I think it's just only appropriate that we talk about what happened after the birth of Jesus. You know, the big, there was a huge step of faith in Mary when she said yes. But then when the baby actually came and when um, Herod was trying to kill Jesus, that's when it took not just one step of faith, but it took faith every single day. When Jesus went missing for several days, they found him in the temple. That took faith. It took sacrifice on the heart of Mary and Joseph to say, you know what? Yes, be about your father's business. You know, I think one of the things that we have to understand is a lot of these events happen after Christmas. And and, and here's one of them that happened that I want to focus on right now. It's in Luke 2. It happened after the birth of Jesus, but it is all about the suddenly. Okay, let's read it. And then, you know, I'm going to have a lot of stuff to say about it. Luke 2. Here we go. I'll pick it up in verse 8. In the same region, there were some shepherds staying out in the fields and keeping watch over their flock by night. Now, this is after the birth of Jesus. 
And an angel of the Lord suddenly disrupted their life and told them to do something that they were uncomfortable with. Oh, oh, that's not what that says. Yeah, that's just on a paraphrase. And the glory of the Lord shone around about them, and they were terribly frightened. But the angel said to them, don't be afraid, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy, which will be for all people. For today, it already happened. This is after. This is post-birth. For today, in the city of David, there has been born a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And this is going to be your sign, y'all. You'll find the baby wrapped in clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there appeared with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying glory to God in the highest and on earth peace among men with whom he is pleased. When the angel had gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds began saying to one another, let us go straight. One of the most powerful lines in today's broadcast. Let us go straight. Let us go straight to Bethlehem then and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. So they came in a hurry and found their way to Mary and Joseph and the baby as he lay in the manger. When they had seen this, they made known the statement which had been told them about the child and all who heard it wondered at the things which were told them by the shepherds. Um, I love that it happened after. Sometimes, um, you know, uh, God wants to let us know what he's doing and he's already done it. Um, it's, it's, I, I know I talk about our adoption a lot, but it's, it's pretty crazy. We found out after the mothers chose us and then we had to kind of decide, hey, listen, um, are you going to adopt this, these children or not? Um, the decision had already made. It had already happened. God was kind of letting us know what he was already in progress of doing. And that's kind of what happened here um, with the shepherds. I want to point out that these shepherds were doing faithful work. Okay. Um, they were probably skilled. They probably knew how to shepherd really, really well, okay? There was several of them. Um, it wasn't just one. There were several of them. I love that God's, the angel appeared to a community of, of shepherds. But here they are doing what they've always done. They're probably good at it. They probably make it, a, you know, a good day's wage for it. I don't know. I, I don't know what that is. But they had always done it. And then all of a sudden, suddenly, there appears a revelation from heaven to which no one, according to the scriptures, knows yet, except for Mary and Joseph. No one knows yet. No one knows that the baby has been born yet. And God chose People, shepherds, that were just being faithful in their work, had been faithful for a long time, uh, were just going on in their normal to give them the one of the greatest revelations that had ever been heard. It reminds me when um, the angels spoke to the women at the tomb on Sunday morning. Look, look at who God decides to speak to. 
Shepherds, just faithful guys, you know, tending the sheep, making sure there no no wolf is coming. And then in the resurrection, there's just a couple of ladies that came to to give honor and to 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 pour spices over the body, and the angels appeared to them too. Just normal guys shepherding. As I uh, went on to this, and this is not the point of what I'm going to say, but I couldn't get past the fact that the angel appeared to shepherds to tell them about the fact that the great shepherd had just been born. It's just amazing. The imagery here is phenomenal. But suddenly, all of a sudden, during their night shift, here comes this angel and he tells them the news and they're, they're immediately terrified. Now, I understand that when you're going about your life, when you're going about your day and you get that phone call that all of a sudden suddenly has happened, most of the time, our human tendency is to fear. Wait, I have a job offer somewhere else? Where am I going to live? What is my kids going to do? How am I going to whatever? Um, you know, why did they choose me? Are you sure about this? Immediately, our hearts start to get anxious when there is a suddenly that happens in our lives. And I don't know what 20, this year holds for you guys. I, I, I'm not I'm not sure. I'm not God. Only God knows. But I want you to to understand that no doubt there will be suddenlies a part of your year. What will be your response to those suddenlies? Now, the um, the shepherds were terrified with absolutely, I mean, I would have been too. Hello, hello, giant angel appearing and telling me that a baby has been born and I'm supposed to go there. Um, but when they were terrified, that same messenger came in and said, don't be. There is absolutely no reason for you to be afraid. There is absolutely no reason for you to be anxious. There is no reason for you to shirk back and for you to doubt and for you to freak out. Do not be afraid. And we have to understand that in our Christian life, although a lot of us are are, um, addicted to comfort, God sends suddenlies into our life, not to scare us, not to freak us out, not to stop us from faith, but rather so we can be a part of something bigger that he has been doing all along that he wants us involved in. I love that that, uh, the angel immediately said, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. When your suddenly comes this year, I want that that be your response. Yes, I understand. Human, we have a response. We're anxious. I get it. I am human, okay? But I, I, I only sit in that for just a minute because if God has disrupted my life with a suddenly, he has already calculated exactly what I need in order to handle that Suddenly, he's calculated it for your marriage. He's calculated it for your children. He's calculated it for your finances. And what your your response needs to be is, I'm going to step into this suddenly because I want to see what's on the other side of it. I'm so thankful that the angel calmed their hearts. And those of you, maybe right now your experience is suddenly, maybe you got a call this morning. Maybe you got a call yesterday and you're freaking out. Do not be afraid for behold this is what the angel said i bring to you good news of great joy which will be to all people isn't it funny now looking back that we have hindsight that these uh, these shepherds were freaked out about the fact 
that the Savior of the world had just been born. Now, I know that to be the greatest story of all time, the greatest moment in my life is when I received um, his forgiveness for my sin after dying on the cross. This was good news of great joy that will be to all people. Now, it was packaged weird when an angel shows up and says something to you, but it was good news of great joy, which will be to all people. You're suddenly, although it might be packaged weird and although it might mess up your routine and your night shift. What if it is the best thing that ever happened to you? A lot of suddenlies are. The best thing that has ever happened to you. My husband and I got a call about Moses and it was very shocking and unexpected. Immediately I thought, okay, And two seconds later, no, 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 this is good news. I'm going to have some, I I am overwhelmed with great joy. It suddenly disrupted our plan and, 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 and our day. But it was good news. And I was overwhelmed with great joy. And if we wouldn't have pressed into the suddenly in that moment, I would not be mothering one of the most incredible little creatures that God has ever created named Moses, Ezekiel, Miles, who I do believe is going to change the world. Step into that suddenly. Let's move on. For today in the city of David, there has been born to you a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And this is going to be your sign, y'all. Hey, they're so good. God gave him a sign looking at my time, making sure I'm looking good on time. For today in the city of David, there will be, there has been born to you a savior who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in clothes, lying in a manger. That was the one singular angel's message. This is what happened. This is what I want you to do. Okay. The one singular angel. This is it. Go. I'm going to give you a sign. This is it. And suddenly, second suddenly, there appeared with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying glory to God in the highest. And on earth, peace among men with whom he is pleased. I love that there's uh, two suddenlies. In this story, because, you know, a lot of times um, we, we get a suddenly, which is followed up by about 672 suddenlies. OK, um, we said yes to Moses on a Wednesday and on a Thursday, suddenly we got another call about another uh, baby that uh, the birth mom had chosen us. Suddenly on Wednesday, our life was interrupted with good news of great joy. And that Thursday, boom. Suddenly again, our life was interrupted yet again with um, the greatest interruption of all time. Um, The choice of whether or not we were going to adopt Haven Esther Miles, which we said yes to. One big suddenly disrupts everything, shifts everything around, starts you freaking out a little bit. Do not fear. And then typically it's followed by several more. And this was the shepherd's response. 
When the angels had gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds began saying to one another, let us go straight to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. Let us go straight. Let us go straight. Let us go straight there. Let's go straight there. They had a conversation. Let us go straight there. It doesn't say that one of the shepherds said, you know what, I need to, I need to call my wife and I need to see what she thinks about this. Um, I need to, you know, I'm, I'm hungry. Let's hit up Chick-fil-A um, and, and then we'll go uh, see this thing, which all these angels just told us about. Um, I don't know. I need to call my pastor and um, I need to get on the prayer chain and let's see if they agree with what God has just told us. I don't, I don't know. I'm going to sit on this for a minute. I'm going to journal about it. I'm going to write down my innermost thoughts about the fact that the angel just said that the Christ child was born and we should go there. And then I'm going to weigh the pros. and the, I'm going to make a list of 50 reasons why we should go and 50 reasons why we shouldn't go. They did not do all of that junk. I know you hate me because I just said that because we all do that. I know you hate me. It's okay. You can hate me as you're not the first one. They went straight. They went straight. They went straight there. They went straight there. They did not analyze themselves out of it. They went straight. They went straight. They went raw faith straight. They went right straight there. And we have gotten in this mindset in this Christian world that I have to confirm it. 762 ways when God says it to me. And you guys, it is keeping you from seeing something so magnificent as the face of Jesus on the other side of that journey that the shepherds took to Bethlehem. Do you understand that your list and your prayer chain, and, I, and I'm not saying that prayer isn't great. Don't, don't send me an email because you know for a fact that is not not what I'm saying. I am saying we have to stop talking ourselves out of and analyzing ourselves out of something God has already analyzed for us and told us to do. Let us go straight. No detours to Chick-fil-A, y'all. You don't have to go to church and, you know, sit in the pew and, and think inward thoughts for a really long time about why you should do this. You just go. You just act. You just do. The shepherds had a sign. They knew what he was going to look like, and they went and they found him. What is God ask you to do in your suddenly? What does he ask you to do? You don't really know all the clear. You just know kind of the end result. Uh, the angel did not draw them a map of exactly where they are. They say, you're going to find him. You're going to find him in Bethlehem. He's going to be wrapped in swallowing clothes. Have a nice day. See you later. Some of the things you're going to have to figure out on your own. But the end result, they went and they found. And what did they see? So they came in a hurry. In a hurry, y'all. They didn't have their small group and, talk and analyze it to death. They came in a hurry and found their way to Mary and Joseph and the baby as he lay in the manger. And when, guys, I'm obsessed. When they had seen this, they went in a hurry. They went straight there. We can learn a lot from these amazingly practical shepherds. 
when they had seen the face of the Christ child, which was on the other side of their suddenly, which is exactly what you will see Christ on the other side of your suddenly. He's there waiting for you. There's something magnificent waiting for you. They were the first witnesses to the birth of the son of the living God who would take away the sins of the world, y'all. When they had seen it, they did not shut up about it. They made known the statement which had been told to them about this child. And listen, they were the first shepherds ever. They didn't carry the title pastor or priest or whatever it is. But yet the shepherds, after hearing news that the Christ child was born, were the first shepherds that went out into the the surrounding areas. And verse 18 says, and all who heard it wondered at the things which were told to them by the shepherds. Y'all, their testimony, rich in truth, was given to them. Because they said yes to the suddenly and they went straight there. Let me tell you something. Jesus Christ is on the other side of your suddenly. You don't have to freak out. You don't have to be scared. Step in to it. I love y'all. I'll be back here tomorrow on The Autumn Miles Show. Thanks so much for listening today. The Autumn Miles Show is listener supported and your donation to keep her on the air is appreciated. To make a donation, visit autumnmiles.com. And if you make a donation of $100 or more, you'll receive an autographed copy of Autumn Miles' book, Appointed. Your future starts now. Thanks for listening and join us next time for the Autumn Miles Show on The Word 100.7 FM.